Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about tax diversification. And what we mean by that is, you know, every day, hopefully you're putting money into different accounts, you know, whether that be a savings account, a retirement account, a Roth account, which is a retirement account, but taxed differently. Um, so there's different uh, space places that you're putting your money. Most of the time we're considering taxation right now. Are you also considering taxation later on when you maybe pull that money out, say in retirement? I would say that most people don't look at it from both points of view, Alex. What do you think? Yeah, this is one of the more misunderstood financial planning concepts is, is what we're looking at from a taxation standpoint. Um, and like part of it is the myth that you and I have talked about of being in a lower tax bracket in retirement or not looking at tax brackets in retirement rather. Um, part of it is also not understanding how all of the other aspects work, social security, Medicare, Medicaid, all of the details that go into taxation at retirement. It's, it's an important conversation to have, you know, and I'll give you an example to explain why this is important to think about. When we look at our money and the growth of our money, I don't know about you, Alex, I can't like, like maybe next year's tax brackets are starting to come into <laughs> for, to, to like an understanding, like at least they're having that conversation. It's getting more and more, um, I guess, valid or, or built out, but I have no idea what tax brackets will look like 20, 30 years from now. I mean, I have maybe a little bit of an idea, but yeah, I'm with you. It's one of those things where like you try to pin me down on a number. Nope. I have no idea. So much is going to happen between now and then that's going to affect that. There's no way to know. So the thought is, you know, right. If, if you put your money in a traditional 401k or traditional IRA, what that is, is that's pre-tax money going into that account. You defer the taxes. You don't have to pay the taxes on the growth. And then when you pull that money out, that money is pulled out and you're taxed at ordinary income tax rates. And if you do that and you happen to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement than you are today, then obviously that was a really great decision. Well, there's another caveat to that, Ryan. What is the tax rate tax bracket going to be in retirement? Cause you could be in the same tax bracket or you could be in a lower tax bracket in theory, meaning that like, Instead of <clears throat> what today is the uh, you know 35% tax bracket, you could be in, say, the 28% tax bracket, but now the federal government has changed the rates on that or the tax at different, in different buckets. And therefore, like what we really care about is what is your effective tax rate? How much tax are you paying in total? And just because you're in a, quote, lower tax bracket, does not mean that you're paying less in taxes. Yeah, you're. I mean, you went into the weeds there, which that's what that's what you do, which is awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. My point in bringing up the example was, if taxes go up, if you happen to be in a higher tax bracket, or to your point, tax rates and tax the brackets change. Now you just made a really bad decision. Yeah, exactly. And we don't know what's going to happen, so you know. 
you are listening, you're naturopathic doctors, so you're not going to be shocked by the word that's about to come out of our mouth. And if you've been listening to us for any time, you hear us say this all the time, you should have balance in terms of where your money is, in terms of how it's taxed, because we don't know what's going to happen. So you need that flexibility or maybe you don't need it, but most people I talk to want it. Yeah. Like when we talk about needs, like really the only thing we we need are we need air to breathe. We need food, we need water and we need shelter. Those are the only needs that we have. Everything else is wants. So like, that's the big takeaway (laughs) right there. Like, I hope that really hits, hits everyone listening in the head here. Like, okay, have you thought of that? So, so let's transition here, Alex. Let's talk about, there's really, you know, three different ways our money is, is taxed. Let's talk about those ways. What there's actually a couple more. So Alex is going to talk about a, a different way there as well, but let's talk about this different way, how it's taxed. And then that way they understand how their money's working for them. And then what we mean by balance. So I just explained tax deferred, right? That's your traditional accounts where pre-tax money, tax deferred growth, it's ordinary income tax rates upon the withdrawal from those accounts past age 59 and a half. Another style of account would be Roth, right? So this is after tax money going into that account. So this is a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k. After tax money goes into that account, it has tax deferred growth. And then past age 59 and a half, you actually get to pull that money out tax-free, right? And then we've got taxable accounts. Yeah. And like this is where I was suggesting that there's multiple different structures for taxable. One is going to be taxable as ordinary income. The other is going to be taxable as capital gains. Um, There's a big debate going on right now about what to do with capital gains rates and things of that nature. The the basic reason and concept behind why we have capital gains is the goal was to stimulate investment in the economy and therefore give folks a lower tax rate for, uh, for dollars that they're investing to stimulate the economy. So we've got how our money is taxed, right? And there was, you know, three or four ways that that we just discussed there. And a lot of times it might be very beneficial for you to have money in all of those types of buckets, right? For many reasons, we did an episode on liquidity, right? So go back and look at like access to money, right? All of your money being tied up in a retirement account may not be the best decision depending on where you're at in life. And just like all of your- You really mean- there's no way that makes sense because we need dollars in our checking and savings account to be able to like live life. Exactly. So now we're taking that one step further and saying, okay, now let's look at the taxation of our money. And while some people listening might be like, well, why would I want to pay taxes now? Like in that taxable account. And that comes from liquidity that comes from like bigger planning and flexibility. just as life occurs, life doesn't happen linearly. Well, and the other thing is, is that if we're in a relatively low tax bracket right now, and we're in a relatively low tax environment right now, which while it may not feel that way, that's historically accurate. And, and like you and I can talk ad nauseum about historical <laughs> tax rates and like things of that nature. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole today. However, we're in a relatively... <clears throat> excuse me, relatively good tax environment right now. And if your income is expected to go up over the next 
10, 20, 30 years, then paying taxes at today's rates is not a bad thing if we get it tax-free on the back end. Yeah. And with all these, these are all tax insights in terms of making sure you're understanding how your money's taxed. Definitely talk to a professional, a CPA, just to, to look at your own situation. The point of today's episode is for you to really understand like bigger picture here that your money, all of your money will eventually be taxed. Even the Roth, like you paid the taxes today, right? That That's how that account is established. So there, there is no like from the standpoint that we're talking about today, there's, there's not a way to escape taxes. <laughs> we can use different strategies to try and minimize taxes, but we can't avoid taxes. And thinking long-term, very few people do I talk to today. Let's say I'm talking to a 40-year-old and I ask the question of, in terms of your income, do you expect your income to go up or down or say the same? 90% of the time I'm getting going up. Right. Yeah, so that, take that into consideration from the standpoint of, okay, what tax bracket will you be in in retirement? While it's hard to predict and things can happen to have you actually be in a lower tax bracket or need less income, but do you want to bet everything that you're doing on that? And that's, that's really the, the driving point here. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that this does is when we get to retirement, we then have choices to where we pull dollars from. So for example, if we're trying to set up a, uh, a systematic distribution structure, and so we're going to pull some from our traditional methods, we're going to pull some from our Roth, we're going to pull some from our taxable. And then once every three years, we're planning on going on a big trip, or we're going to throw a big family reunion and, and fly all of the grandkids out, or whatever the thing is, now, in that one year where we have more in more cash flow, if we have dollars in different places, we can pick and choose how we want those extra dollars to be taxed. And more often than not, we're probably going to want to pull those extra dollars from something that is tax-free or uh, less taxation, because the more dollars that we pull in any given year, the more that we're going to pay in taxes. It's just how the tax system and tax structure is currently set up in our country. We hope the point, you know, we hope we're getting across just thinking long-term and having balance. That, that's the point that we're trying to get across. And we're hoping that you're thinking about your just financial decisions in general. That's the whole purpose of this, this podcast that we put together. And I'm going to end before we get to the question of the day, Alex, I read this the other day. And it hit me over the head. So I'm hoping it hits other people over the head too. And it essentially says, you know, at least one third of our life is essentially us chasing or, or needing to make an income, needing money so we can live the life that we want or help the patients, right? Needing some source of, of income coming in the door. So it's eight hours a day, two, 260 days a year, roughly. Don't you think it might be worth spending at least 10 minutes a day or so to learn about how to get better at making or keeping that money? Yeah, it's profound. Like one of the things that I heard recently that kind of hit me over the head was the question of like, okay, let's ignore like where we're at. Let's grade ourselves. Like it's like uh, as though we're back in school 
A to F on how we do with money. Like, don't worry too much about whether you're an A or a D or an F or wherever you're at. Would you like to increase your ability to go from, say, a B to a B? To a B? That's the type of thing that Ryan and I help clients out with all, all day long. And that's what the design of this podcast is, is to help increase your financial acumen. Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Question today, is, we're talking about tax diversification. What tax diversification have you done? So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to answer that question of the day, or there's actually um, a spot for you to reach out to us should you have any questions for your own personal situation. Um, or if you actually have a, a topic you'd like for us to chat about, um, feel free to reach out, out to us that way. As always, we hope this episode was valuable. And Alex, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711. Telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Brian Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531912. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699. CA Insurance License, number 0H24806. Number 2021-128928, expiration October 2023.